Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hero Nation Show, the place where business owners and entrepreneurs just like you come to learn tools and tactics to live more epic lives. My name is John Reinhardt, and this is my little sidekick um, beside me, Wayne Salmons. Um, how to tell your clients that they're idiots. Yes. How to deal with really hard, brutal clients. Like conflict and tough clients is such a huge part of what we do. It is. And, and how many tough clients are just tough because of something they're going through? They're not. They're not jerk people. Sometimes they're just showing up that way because some stuff that they're going through. So I think first off, it, it, it's going into and clarifying or I, uh, maybe identifying what some of the things that makes somebody a tough client, right? So a lot of times like it's lack of clarity or they've got stuff going on in their personal life or there's fear of future going on or there's all this other stuff. And one of the things we say often is the issue usually isn't the issue. Yeah. Right. We're trying to solve a problem. There's 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 other things going on other than you. More than likely, especially when you're being hired by a client, you are not the center of that client's universe. Like as much as we like to puff ourselves up and we're like, I am the one and only person, your shining messiah. Um, in that person's life, you're like a blip on the radar. Um, and so don't take it personal. I, and I think that's step one, right? Step one is don't take it personal, meaning you, you've got to get one of the skills you have to develop if you want to be an incredible leader or incredible salesperson and business owner is you've got to be able to go, we say this all the time, go through the smoke and down to the fire, right? The smoke is um, the interest rate sucks or, or, or really they want to move closing day one day, like or all this kind of stuff, right? Shipping's delayed by two days. That's all the smoke. The fire is um, I'm afraid if we don't close on time, the blank's going to happen over here or I'm afraid of this or there's fear of future or if this happens, what's going to happen to my relationship? There's all these other things going on. So you got to have the ability to go not make it about you and go through the drama to the actual issues. Yeah. And and here's the thing. like, um, like Sometimes we kind of react to that, right? Because sometimes it kind of feels like um, that, that saying like the customer is always right and you're like, no, no, you're wrong. You're 100% wrong. Um, and I, I have a story that kind of goes along with this is that, you know, when we were a, a pretty small company, we got a, a, a really big client um, and we did a video for him. It was a it was a it was a good video. Um, and some and someone this was outside our control had had messed with the audio system. Someone uh, from the story, someone from uh, from uh, from had messed with the audio and uh, had, the audio was not great. And then the worst part happened which was that when we had finished the project we were there to hand it off we hadn't made a backup of the hard drive um that was the last time i ever made that mistake um we hadn't made a backup of the hard drive and uh when we plugged in the hard drive it wiped and we plugged the hard drive into their system their system wiped all of our work including all the work that we had done um, this was like a hundred thousand dollar once in a lifetime kind of event that had been specifically made for us to film. It wasn't, it wasn't a deal where like it was there to, uh, so, so was, how did they it respond a, it was a bad deal. when you went back to them and said, we need to do over. They were like, this is, this is, this is bad. And they were really upset. And, uh, they're like, and you're going to be paying to put this event on again, which was going to cost me a hundred, hundred grand. The thing that actually got me through, because I was, I was getting ready to just go in and be like, if you're going to sue me, like freaking sue me, like we're going to, we're going on with this thing. I, I, I was, uh, I was talking with a man, uh, by the name of Hoppy Hayden, who was, uh, uh, he was a contractor at the time. I think he's actually a judge now. Um, and he goes, 
I was, I was just complaining about like the customer's always right. Like BS, the customer's always right. And his, his statement with me, like just hit me right between the eyes and he goes, look, the customer is always right. Even if they were only right by choosing you, you have to show them that even if they were they're wrong in their decision, even if they're making the wrong, if their their decision doesn't work, you have to convince them that, hey, I know you're wrong in this, but you're right for choosing me because I'm going to help you get out of this. And I think where that leads is just because you're right doesn't mean that delivery isn't important. And, and, and here's what I mean. I see this happen all the time, especially you know with real estate agents and other business owners. They think that just because they're right, that's enough. Just being right isn't enough. And what I mean by that is you've got to learn a skill of how do I intelligently with, with care and candor, how do I balance care and candor and guide people to the right decision? My job is to guide them by not triggering them, by asking them the right questions, by guiding them through this stuff. And, and it's a balance of using care and candor. And I think most, a lot of business owners, they think that just because they know what the right thing to do, that, 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 that they can just say that and that, that's enough, right? You've got to guide people on there. So as, as we look at this, you know, Really, you're gonna have a lot of conflict and you have a couple options. One option is do nothing, which eventually doesn't usually work out. Um, another option is dress it address it indirectly. We see this in the workplace all the time. People address it indirectly, which basically means passive aggressively, which doesn't work. Uh, or people address it directly correctly, right in the right way, or um, they exit the relationship. And when I, when I say, I think number four is one of the most subtle, people will exit the relationship before they actually exit the relationship. And I think you see this in business relationships a lot. The relationship actually dies way before it actually dies, right? Because you didn't handle the conflict the right way or you, you, you did something else. So I think what we're talking about is how do you handle things directly in the right way? So um, if you go and uh, if you want to go deeper on this and you want to go get the eight steps to 30 million, we actually lay this all out in the eight steps to 30 million with, with this list of questions, everything else you can go to. So if you want to go grab that, if you really want to get on this, but we talk about kind of this whole philosophy of, we, we called it the donut, um, but it was basically just, you've got to deal with their feelings. You've got to open up conversation never assume understand the next step you know decide on the action there's a lot to this and, and if we could give you everything in a five minute podcast we would we'll give you some key <laughs> points here in the next couple minutes this is a skill you better go get good at yep yeah because i mean i mean honestly like well conflict resolution just just in general is is great what's the cost um, of not getting good at this the real cost of every bad job that you do is 12, right? So if if the job that you're doing is $10,000, right, that you're going to make off of this job, um, and you do it incorrectly and you have a, a customer that leaves unhappy, you're, you just lost $120,000. Easy. Not like no problem no at problem. all. Right. You and we were talking to Scott about this this morning. You have a ten dollar an hour employee quit because you can handle conflict. That's probably gonna cost you just just right off the bat, it's gonna cost you three, four thousand dollars right off the bat to replace that eight, ten dollar an hour employee. And we're not talking about the bigger stuff. This is wildly expensive to not become a master of handling tough clients. You know, we talk about raving fans. Yeah. We should talk about like raging enemies. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, because like a raving fan, you know, goes and tells like yes. everyone about yes. how amazing you are. 
If you do uh, a good uh, job, uh, they uh, might tell one person. If you do a bad job, they'll probably tell 10. At least, right? So you want to leave a beautiful taste yeah. no matter where you go. Like it, 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 it the yeah. the last taste better be sweet. Well, and so much of that means that doesn't necessarily mean you have to do a perfect job. No. It means you're able to handle the tough stuff that comes up. Right. So I used to tell my real estate clients, I would say something's going to happen in this transaction. It almost always does that we didn't see coming, and we're gonna learn. We're gonna walk through it. If that doesn't happen, that's called a unicorn transaction. But something's going to happen, and I'm here to help you with that. Well, and here's the thing: like, would you rather have a reaction of someone being like? Yeah, everything just fell apart. It went horribly. I didn't like how they handled everything, and it went it went bad. Or would you rather have the respect to someone that was like, you know what? Um, it was a really hard transaction. Um, there was there was there were some things that were there that were really hard and very difficult for us. But you know what? Um, you know, even though I, I I didn't like you know the transaction that much, um, I, I I believe that Wayne is an you know an honest person. Uh, that he has integrity. Um, we just got built. Uh, we got dealt a bad hand. If you that right there, I I'll listen to that because that right there is like that tells them like I, they went through the storm and they still came out the other side. I'll totally take that over um, over anything else. So I, I I think on this, there's a couple things I think are really critical here. Just kind kind of shortcuts to having a to be able to handle some of the stuff. One I think is a lot of times people just need to vent. Right, so a lot of times, can you be a great listener without having to be right? I, I think so much conflict is just because you're trying to prove I did do the right thing. Nobody cares if you're right. Sometimes people just need to, you just need to let people vent a little bit. And I think that's so critical. I think another thing that's critical is, um, and, and this is kind of interesting. We'll see if you agree with me on this. I see so many people that are overly apologetic. And, and this is like, they'll throw themselves on the sword. So, so I think going from, instead of being over, I'm so sorry, I can't believe that happened. I'm so sorry, I can't believe that happened to you, whatever it is. Whether it was something, it was my fault or not, right? Instead of, instead of overly apologizing, or like, for an instance, if I'm late to a call, instead of giving this huge, like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry thing, one of the things I'll say now is, I'm so grateful that you're patient. I'm so, or, or, or you called me last night. I didn't call you back till the morning. I'm so grateful that you respect my family time, and I'm thrilled that we could get on the phone this morning. Like every every evening. That's that. That's like every. <laughs> that, that that was like a real yeah. But but you know instead of I think sometimes we're overly apologetic. Yeah. And sometimes we just need to shift that and go. I hear you. I care. I'm listening. I'm so grateful that you're sharing this with me. I'm so grateful that we're actually having this conversation instead of you just going off pissed off. I mean you know so being in in the thing and then having great practicing your scripts and dialogues. Right, like feel felt found. You know, it's such a simple one that's so freaking powerful. So I think all of that put together is is a key piece. So I, th I think the biggest thing is can can you make your client feel safe? Mm. Right, is yeah. your client safe yep. in your hands? Yeah. And if if someone feels safe, then they let go of the control. And I, you know, I I I, I was I was talking to one of my editors the other day. Um, uh, in Australia, and she was looking at how I uh, how sometimes I, I do my video editing, and and she's like, "Hang on, your clients don't want any feedback. They're not making like a dozen changes on every video." I'm like, "No, they they trust my creativity. They trust exactly what I do." And she was like, "That's very different. I've never done that before." I'm like, "Well, that's because I create trust 
um, that what I'm doing is the correct decision. And if we don't do something right, then we'll, we'll keep moving in and kind of keep walking through yeah. it. Well, and I think what you're so good at is you spend time up front yeah, that saves you a ton of time in the end. Yeah. So, so if, if, if you know what your client's why is, if you know what they're really after, if you know what's really going on, it's it, it saves you so much time and energy down the road because, like you said, they trust you, you're able to have deeper conversations. So if we're going to wrap this up, is huge. you know, deal with the client's issue. Listen to what they have to say, right? Open up the conversation. Mirror match. Hear them. Um, gain clarity. Make sure you're not assuming what the issue is and you're listening long enough to actually figure out what the real issue is, um, right? Invite feedback, right, with great questions and then work together. It, it, it's you and me against the market. It's you and me against yeah. the world, right? How, it's, it's always, what are we it's going always to a do? we situation. Yep. It's never a you or I situation. Correct. Yep. And then, and then establish what you're going to do next. And just realize this is part of the process. If you want to be a great salesperson, you want to run a great business, go spend the time to get great at tough clients and handling conflict. Cool. Guys, um, if you want any of the stuff, you want to look up like uh, some of this stuff on conflict, some of the stuff that we have online, um, make sure you just go to TheHeroNation.com. Check it up. Um, guys, like, share, subscribe. If you have any questions you want us to answer, you can put them down in the comments down below. We always answer all the questions uh, that we get down there. Uh, maybe you have an idea. Maybe you have a better way of dealing with conflict. Or I would love to hear your best stories that you have, either of nightmare clients that, yes. you, that you had or clients that you uh, had that you were able to uh, kind of pacify and, and be able to actually turn a bad situation into a great situation. I'd love to read those down below. Guys, until next time, be your own hero.